0: Hey everybody, what's going on? It's a new episode of Bernie Talk. Hope everybody had an amazing weekend. I had a lot of stuff I wanted to talk about today, but something like popped up uh, the other day. I think it was yesterday and just got to get into it. Um, So Paul Pogba has come out and started talking about how, you know, it's the end of his contract. Uh, United don't look like they're trying to re-sign him. Pugba doesn't look like he's trying to resign, sign And, uh, you know, every so often he goes away with France and he has these comments about, you know, oh, my dream is this, my dream's that, I want to go here, I want to go there, United, Mourinho, da-da-da, whatever. So he comes out and says, um, it's just, the season's dead, you're not going to win anything, he wants to win titles, you know, on and on and on. Uh, so, but I just got to thinking. So a lot of these a lot of the experts, reporters, all that just talk about him, about uh, how he is uh so good, so amazing, so this, so that he's the complete player, you know. And look, at times he does good. He's you know, he does some great passes, this and that every so often. However, you know, he'll have a good game and I and I'm guilty of this. I get sucked into it, I go, Oh man, maybe this is it, you know, like he, he's coming he's coming through. Then for the next month and a half, he's doing nothing, you know, and I'm guilty of it. I I kept thinking, okay, he's going to be the guy United got to keep him, you know, even just for optics, you got to re-sign him. And this was kind of the last thing, you know, that I just was like, just put over there and said, forget this. Like he's just, he came out and saying that, you know, no titles, which is true, but wasn't he brought there to do that? You know, he's a guy who struts around, you know, has the big aura around him, you know, he's got the Adidas, you know, all the hairstyles, always on social media, you know, all the different dances if something happens good on the field, but he doesn't play like the man. If you want to, what does that say? You know, uh, you got to, you know, if you want to act like the man, you got to be the man or whatever it is. And he doesn't do it. You know, he, he, he portrays this thing like he does. It's like fake it's a fake cockiness, fake arrogance, I think. Like, you know, if you really, probably if you really got to know him, I don't know him, obviously, but, you know, if, uh, you, you you probably, he's not that secure of himself, I bet you, like, if you really think about it, because it, he doesn't he doesn't bring out the way he acts. You know, and then people, I'm sure, will either listening to this or have written about him or say, no, 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 when you When you surround him with players, you know, when you surround when you put him in the specific position. And this is the other thing. This 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 imaginary specific position for him is this like left sided sort of attack, but not really in the left side with a the guy next to him. I don't even know. And you know they keep saying this is his position. This and, and you know if he's played there, he will just become this thing you've never seen before. Well, why is it then? Uh, I can't remember the specific game, game or games. France benched him, and they actually were going on a run. It was in one of the tournaments. Uh, so I mean, you know, then he, then I guess he played. Uh, in the final and that there was his one game he did the one game and then all of a sudden everybody ran around with their heads on fire telling everybody how amazing he was he's just like a beast he's this this larger than life guy well if that's the case why does he need all these surroundings if that's the case why did he get benched for France in a tournament you know, and then I always hear the argument uh, saying, you know, Bruno is uh, taking up his space. You know, that's that's where you need Pugba to play. Well, Bruno only got there a couple of years ago. Pugba was already there. Why wasn't he doing that then? You know, and then is the uh, then there's the argument. Well, Mourinho, he didn't get along with Mourinho. And look, I you I can tell you know Mourinho is very difficult to get along with, but possibly Mourinho was right when he, was, when he had that blow-up with him and he was trying to get rid of him because you can see now it's not working, you know? Uh, you know, then the argument goes back to, look what he did at Juventus. Uh, look at all the trophies he won. Look what he did. Juventus at that time were winning trophies left, right, and center in Italy because they were just so far advanced of everything than the rest of Italy, you know? But then also... You know, he also had Vidal and Pirlo next to him. You know, he was kind of like that other guy. Now, look, you need those guys. You need that other guy. But when he's acting at United like he is the guy and he's almost doing United a favor, then, then, you know, I think the time has come where it's got to go. And I'm and I like I said, I've been going on and on about you got to keep them, you know, for optics, for this, for that, the other. But it just seems like every single time he's just, you know, degrading United, putting them down. And, you know, they they do a lot to themselves that they haven't done well over the uh, last few years. But he was brought there to change that, you know, and he hasn't done it. And then you got his agent just running around like a big moron, uh, screaming and yelling how, you know, he'll never do this with United, never do that with United. That's fine because the guy like the. It's weird. It seems like United's the only the only team that really has to deal with him. Like you could see what he's done uh at Dortmund with Holland. He put in that ridiculous um, you know, release clause that is like, you know, peanuts cons- compared to what uh, you know, transfers are going for now, but they agreed to it because they didn't have the muscle, I don't think, to fight that. But I think United do, even even though they're run kind of ridiculous at the moment, but they have that muscle. And the agent doesn't like that because he's not bullying them. Now, look, it's probably not the greatest look if you, like, lose a guy for a second time for free, but I don't think there's not anything else you can do because right now everything is going wrong, and I think it's best just to, uh, you know, cut ties. Now, look, I could look stupid in a couple months down the road and they re-sign him, but um, I think in the long run it's going to be good. But the other thing is, is like, you know... Uh, with all these quote unquote experts screaming and yelling how he's the he's so good. There's been year after year talk of Pug believing. Why has nobody came in with an offer? You know, isn't that kind of strange? Like, you know, they love to write up articles about how, you know, this player, that player is gonna leave United. I saw or have not seen any Evidence that a team that they keep saying, whether it's PSG, whether it's Madrid, whether it's Barcelona, whether it's Juventus again, nobody's come in with a uh, with an offer. It's kind of strange, isn't it? Like, so if he's that much in demand, how come nobody has tried to get him? So when they when they say, you know, or excuse me, when he says, you know, I'm so aggravated, you know, not winning anything. I want to win. I want so do something to win. Don't run around, score one goal, disappear for a month, score another goal, talk then in the camera on the video on on radio when you're away with France. That United is just like a disgrace, and you know they're never gonna win. And this, so, so let I think it's gonna happen. It's probably and then and I think it'll end up being a good thing in the long run. People may joke and laugh in that, but. I think once they bring in the new manager, once I think they get rid of um, Pogba, you know a couple other guys too that are just kind of not really doing much there. I think then you're going to see sort of a rebuild. I think there's going to be some stability, and it's not going to be like a circus having to deal with uh, Pogba. And again, if that means because you get you lose him, or excuse me, you get rid of him, you're not dealing with the agent, you kind of miss out on Holland. I think that's that's a thing that'll be possibly all right just because you won't deal with the agent then in, at that point. But two, yes, he is scoring goals for Dortmund, but you know, it's 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 a it's a small window of what he's done. And again, he could come to England and you know, look at other guys that have come to England and like, you know, not done anything. Shevchenko for one and I you know, that guy was world player of the year. I mean, that guy was amazing. And he failed in England, you know, so that's just one that, you know, maybe they'll come and they won't do anything. Maybe he'll come and he'll just be a flop. You don't know. But I think when you weigh things up, you may be better off just like cutting full ties with that agent and Pogba. Then I was looking and I saw the most stupid survey from some of these experts on uh, one of these uh, soccer talk radio channels uh, in Europe. And. The article was compare, comparing uh, Gerard, Lampard, and Schultz. Okay, and the way, not, they didn't compare them with trophies, with goals, with assists, with play, with what, with what other ex pros thought. They went about it by um, saying who got the most over their career um, World Player of the Year votes. Okay, now out of the three, Gerard had the most and then Lampard and which I was surprised to see Skull, which I was surprised but not surprised because Skulls never liked the limelight. He kinda it was almost like on that team at United, he was like almost like a forgotten type player because of um he never wanted the limelight, and the guys around him were just so big named and everything like that, and just big personalities. He had no votes throughout his career, which which shocked me. So they went on to say, with looking at it that way, Gerard just just is such a better you know overall player, and Lampard and skulls. You'd have to put third, and that's how you would line him up in England. He'd be like the th- and and just such a ridiculous. Comparison, a way to say it, because I think I might have said this in a past podcast. Scholes' ex uh, was described to by ex pros like a Zidane, an Iniesta, a Xavi as one of the best players they ever played against. His skill, like you know, his determination, his shooting, his passing, everything, you know. So when they just it's a way to compare guys when you don't like somebody and you need an agenda. You need a way to figure out how you're going to put him below the guys you want above and they found one of the most ridiculous ways I've ever seen. Like I've ever seen. So, but this goes in this this is where I was going with this. So, with that with their argument that way that these guys were better because of the more votes they got it kind of crushes their their argument then into David Beckham. They considered Beckham as an overrated player. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. And there's a lot of, a lot of uh, articles and conversations going on about this. I'm not really sure why this, uh, this topic came up, but again, it, it, it did. And it's going back to just bash somebody that they dislike. Well, if, that, if that's the way they're going to compare players, Beckham... Finished second only behind Zidane in World Player of the Year votes. So, if you're going to say that, then your argument that he was overrated goes up in smoke. But again, they'll probably figure out another way to spin that because, again, you know, they don't need, uh, even though Beckham kind of started this whole trend with the, you know, the celebrity soccer player, now everybody's jumping on it, image rights. You know, they need their Twitter huge. They need their Instagram huge. He basically started this all, but because he was first, he'll get just criticized and bashed and tried to get destroyed. Oh, and then he also did play for United. And I understand everybody has their favorites. Everybody is, you know, has an opinion, you know, just because I'm having one right now. But, you know, in you have to also look at it, you know, in a way that's not just off your rocker, like, you know, Fruit Loop crazy. Because sometimes I think these guys look at things in such a skewed and kind of like laser focused, I need to find a way to bash somebody, you know. And when you go into something like that, you kind of lose your mind in a way. Like, you know what I mean? You could see it in all runs of life, you know, whatever it is. But, like, they go in there and they're like, okay, how can we do this? And, you know, I'm going to say it right now. When these guys, these writers, reporters, whoever, don't have, like, an actual thing that's happening in the physical world and they sort of have to be creative and make make a story, you know, good – they're not very good at it. You know, for all the hype and running around, everybody talking about themselves how creative and how um, you know their imagination is so good. They're not very that they're not that good to be honest with you. You know, they're just like just like I said that article, they make it up and it's so off the wall crazy that you're like these guys are morons. Honestly, morons. Um so I mean, I take things like that with a grain of salt. Like, you know, I know the agenda. You know, he prop up the, you know, the Golden Boys of England. They need Gerrard up on a pedestal. They need Lampard up on a pedestal. You know, you'd think that the guys who basically built the Premier League with how, um, you know... Uh, exciting and popular that the team and the players were a skulls a Beckham they'd want to prop up, but that's like the team that they just destroy, whether it's jealousy, whether it's anger, whether they're ex players that just got constantly kicked around and destroyed by that United team or fans of other teams that just couldn't hang whatever it is. It comes across sort of petty, sort of stupid, you know, things like that. So, I mean, Again, I'll probably see another one tomorrow about how, you know, some random English guy from Liverpool is, uh, you know, um, the best crosser of the ball. You know, Beckham, you know, because he had X amount more, his percentage was down or something ridiculous. Like, I'm just making things up off the top of my head, but that's basically how I think they go into articles. They throw a bunch of things up in the air and see what's going to fall down. They go, okay, I can add this, 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 and that, and here we go. A lot of articles are coming out now, and people talking about where Holland is going to end up. Uh, you know, is he going to leave Dortmund? Where is he going to go? You know, I, I was seeing all the um, the the uh, Manchester City Guardiola fanboys screaming that it's a done deal. He's going to uh, he's going to City. That's it's done. It's over. It's finished. But then I guess other guys were like, hmm. That's not going to really carry us over until uh, next September, is it? Like, we can't just keep saying that because there's going to be no excitement in there. Oh, no, no, no. Now he's only going to go to City if Barcelona don't want him. Well, that's odd because all I'm being told day after day is that Barcelona have no money, which still is mind-boggling because I think they signed about 37 players over the last like couple months. I think they're signing them now, and there's not even a transfer window open. So... I don't know how Barcelona is going to afford them. But again, that's probably like Barcelona's, you know, PR people going out. They got to keep them in the news. Barcelona's one of those darling, you know, hip teams, you know, you know, had, you know, uh, Luis Enrique. You had Guardiola, all their Messi, all the uh, Spanish players like that, you know, everybody loves were there. So you've got to prop them up. You've got to keep them going. Then you also have, like, the usual suspects. You have the Madrids, uh, the Bayern Munichs, things like that. I wouldn't even put United in there because, uh, one, back to what I was saying, uh, you know, the agent, if you kind of have to cut ties with him, I'll deal with that. You know, you got, you got other center forwards out there. I know there's been the rumors about Harry Kane, possibly, which would be great. You know, that kind of, like uh you know like a throwback to Teddy sheringham kind of player to united that I think that would be a good that would be a good bet but um with Holland you know or he could stay at Dortmund is he going to stay at Dortmund and just wait you know that agent is just kind of sort of a sneaky jerk though like so you, you probably screw Dortmund somehow and uh you know want to get his uh you know his um commission for the transfer and wherever he goes what how long of a contract is he going to sign is he going to are they going to try to put in another release clause and he hasn't really proven himself yet okay yeah dortmund he did well but if you look the other day in the champions league he wasn't even playing and he has been having some like uh runs of no goals at times and i know he scored a bunch of goals but what has he done for his team to win. I mean, again, it could be another case of Pogba. You know how he came to United with all this hype and he just kind of bust. Uh, so, I mean, if you look at him going to Barcelona, I don't know how that's going to happen because they don't have any money supposedly. But you know, and that that that, that my that's my argument with. Um, I'll get into it in a second about uh, the no money and Messi leaving. Uh, so, would he go to Barcelona? I mean. I could see him going there, but can he, would they be able to afford him? Now, then you talk about City. Everybody tells me City is this team with, you know, he Guardiola's reinvented uh, soccer because he doesn't play with a center forward. That guy's like the kind of prototypical center forward. Will he fit into that style? You know, they keep saying, well, he'll, you know, Guardiola will make him, Fit into his way of playing. Well, then you're taking away why you're bringing him in because he's a pure goal scorer. So, will he go there? Who knows? You know, will he end up at Madrid? Madrid seems to want Mbappe, but, you know, those guys have done crazy stuff in the past and maybe they'll go get both of them. So, we'll see. I mean, I'm not so... Like, I, I, I wish he wasn't represented by the agent... And it would be a whole different story, I think, you know. So, And then there's always the joke about he won't go to United because of uh, what Keane did to his father, like, tons of years ago when he, like, you know, completely just leveled him with a tackle. Well, I don't even know if that's considered a tackle, what he did. But, you know, that, that, is, a, that is a thing that they're saying they're not, um, they don't want to, uh, they're not going to, he wouldn't sign there because of that. But, you know, that stuff is kind of goofy, to be honest with you. But going back to Barcelona about the money that uh, they supposedly don't have, that's, uh, you know, nobody has ever brought this up, but they talk, you know, they, you, obviously they, could, they said they couldn't sign Messi because the league, you know, with the rules and they couldn't afford it and, you know, they wouldn't allow him to take less or, you know, something. I forget the whole ins and outs of it. You know, I look at it in a different way. I look at it as what about that, you know, they did want him to take less money. Is it, uh, Messi wouldn't take less money, but they didn't want to make it look bad to the public. So what about they just came up with this story like, well, you know, they, couldn't, they wouldn't allow us to make it less. So everybody came out looking good, and it kind of put the blame on more of the league that they weren't allowed to do it, you know, because they're putting all these crazy rules you know Messi wanted wanted what he was what he wanted but they he wouldn't take less but they never let that come out it's just my my me thinking out loud i mean because it is a very odd thing that he leaves and right after he leaves they start signing up all these guys and i know they're not on like $20 a month you know what i mean like uh, the player from Arsenal, Depay, um, a few other guys off the top of my head. I can't think of all the guys. But, you know, there's a, quite a few guys there that are getting paid well. So, you're, you, you know, if you think about it, couldn't could they couldn't they have just signed him, Messi, you know, without getting all these guys or just maybe one of them? And now they're talking about Holland. So it's a very interesting thing that they – this, that, that, that was the narrative of what they were saying, why it couldn't be done, but yet they still went and got all these guys. so may, Or maybe Barcelona saw Messi in a decline, because, I mean, he, is, he doesn't look happy, but maybe he's struggling, and they saw it coming. You know, when, now what he's doing at PSG, maybe Barcelona saw it and said, let's just cut ties, but, you know, so none of us look bad. This is the story we're going to come out with. I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, I just feel that it's a bit odd of how he was let go? And finally, is everybody enjoying the uh, international break? Everybody's watching some games. I know the U.S. had won. Uh, You know, fun to see another country like Canada qualify. Uh, You know, the European ones are going on. Big, huge uh, team gets knocked out. Italy again. What is everybody what does everybody think of that? Like, that was a bit uh, surprising, you know? Everybody thought it was going to be either uh, the Por- Portugal or Italy not making it. Now, you know, Portugal, unless North Macedonia can do it again, I think they have a pretty good, good shot of uh, getting through now because uh, right now, Italy, um, it was just surprising. You think Mancini will keep his job? Uh, do you think there'll be a lot of changes in that team what do you think what do you guys think is going to happen because you know isn't it, it isn 't a good look for them to not qualify, especially for like how much how what they what they uh treat their national team like i mean they, they that's like you know everything so I would think that there's going to be a bunch of changes i wouldn 't be surprised if mancini does get fired but we'll see maybe they'll give him like one more tournament like one more qualifier or maybe he'll walk away i know there was also those talks of him possibly being a candidate for united so uh what was your guy's favorite game uh that you saw so far on in the international break uh you can you know uh email us at soccer at com. give me some um you know, ideas for another show or what your thoughts of what I was talking about on this show. We also, you know, you could go to the Cuddy Soccer, see all sorts of stuff on our um, Instagram page. So, yeah, hopefully I'll hear from you guys. Uh, and then, um, you know, we'll come, we'll uh, if we see something that's interesting, one of the questions you guys have, maybe it'll be like a topic for the next show. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this, and uh, we will see you next time on another episode of Bernie Talk.